Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. It is anywhere from difficult to impossible to manage every aspect of the changing digital landscape. Rather than trying to do it yourself, why not leave it to an award-winning team of digital marketing specialists who have mastered it all? Connect your message with more potential customers with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. Success is a phenomenal thing. You know you've achieved the goal. You put it out there. You've built a process. You put in the effort. You put in the time. And all of a sudden, you achieve that success. It could be a weight loss goal, an exercise goal, a revenue goal. Maybe it's something for your team or your business. And everyone is celebrating. High fives all around. And we've achieved that goal. One of the struggles with most businesses, or even on an individual basis, is success can breed complacency because we forget all of those actions that we we executed in order to achieve that success. We start taking things for granted and slowly we either slip back or we fail and go in the opposite direction and we yo-yo back and forth, or we get frustrated instead of really understanding what caused our success so we can repeat that behavior. And that's what I want to talk to you today on our podcast, just you and me, about how you have to fight off that complacency in order to generate consistent success. So let's dive into today's episode of You're in Charge, Conversations That Spark Change with me. Okay. As I said in the intro, you know, success is a lovely thing. It's a great feeling. You, you've laid out an action plan. You've built in the, the, the steps that you need to follow in order to generate that result. You put in the effort. You know, maybe it's exercising and you get up early in the morning and you do your exercises. And over time, you start seeing the improvement in your skill set. You start seeing the weight coming off. The problem is, that a lot of times success breeds complacency where you stop. Doesn't mean that you just completely give up and say, well, I lost those 10 pounds and now I can stop. You start taking a day off or you start allowing yourself some options or maybe you, you allow yourself to have that dessert that you you know promised yourself you were going to have and that's what allowed you to help you know lose that weight whatever it is weight's an easy one to think about because there's a whole billion dollar industry built around dieting um because people know we go to extremes to lose weight and then as soon as we relax because maybe that whole process that we went through is not sustainable long term it's a short term push And then all of a sudden we swing back. And then as we start swinging back to gaining some weight, then we start judging ourselves and we start, you know, putting ourselves down. And and, and next thing you know, we've gained the weight back plus, and then we yo-yo back and put in the restrictions and it's back and forth and back and forth. And that's not healthy versus trying to find something that is long-term that we can maintain and we can execute on and say over time, you know, this is going to change versus I'm trying to lose all of this weight in 30 days. You say a year from now, I want to be here because realistically you didn't gain all that weight in 30 days. 
And I'm using dieting as an, as an example, because it, as I said, it is something that a lot of people focus on, but just think about your business. You're setting sales goals or revenue goals, and let's say you achieve them. My question to all of you who are leading these teams or you individually hitting your goal, do you dive into your success and what caused that success with as much vigor or intensity as you would if you missed your goal? Think about that. How many of us have been in meetings where we missed our goal, be it a sales goal, a revenue goal, something did not meet expectations? A lot of times the leaders would come in very disappointed. We didn't hit our goals. Now, all of a sudden, emotion starts coming in or potential labeling of individuals, uh, laziness. We're not as good as we thought. You're not putting in the effort. We have to work harder. You better get it together. You know, all of a sudden we're emotions threatening. We're, we're, we're into labeling, as I said. None of those comments that I just shared are useful to anybody because we don't know what we did or didn't do. If we focus on actions, I've said it multiple times in this podcast, actions cause results. If we focus on the actions that we need to do day in and day out, to generate opportunities for us to sell, to generate opportunities for us to lose weight, generate opportunities for whatever we're, we're trying to accomplish. We're, gen we're putting ourselves in a position to be successful. Uh, my good friend, Mark McGurn, who was on a previous episode, he talks about it in probability versus possibility. The more that we do the actions that we need to do, we put ourselves in a better position for it to happen. So if I call a customer once versus five times, the probability of me connecting with that uh, customer is higher if I'm making five phone calls than hopefully just one phone call. So really focusing on the actions and understanding what are the actions I have to do every day. Now, we do not win every day. Well, let me rephrase that. The question really should be, what do you look at as a win or success is accomplishing all of those tasks to the best of my ability, a good day. Was that a winning day? Or is the only thing that you're judging a win on is a sale, or I lost five pounds this week, or I generated this much revenue, or I, whatever it is, again, we're talking about the end result is the only measurement as success. Did we win or lose in sports? Did we win or lose? Yes, that is the ultimate goal. But if we're in a rebuilding phase or if we're progressing, maybe individually, my statistics of what I'm measuring myself as a member of this team, I'm getting better. And the person next to me is getting better. And eventually we start building this consistency where we can be putting ourselves in a position to win more often. There's a reason why you hear the word dynasty in sports. There is a culture of focusing on the effort, focusing on the practice, focusing on the commitment to get better every single day, putting in time into the actions to generate success. If you may have seen the, the documentary, The Last Dance about Michael Jordan, about that consistency of practice and pushing 
And he was technically the greatest. You look at the um, New England Patriots, the amount of times they've been in the Super Bowl, which mean, means whether they won them or not, and they've won a good deal of them, there is a culture of effort and action. It doesn't matter if we win this year, that's great. We'll celebrate, but maybe a day or two later, they're back to working on what do we have to do to get better? What do we have to do to maintain the level of success that we have? They're not getting complacent where you have seen teams that win one year and then they're last place the next year. A lot of it can be complacency. We feel good about it. We're not looking at those actions and getting back to basics. We think we're good. We don't have to work as hard. We won. And so asking yourself this idea of complacency, is this creeping into your business? You will see your results erode more than you will see them fall off a cliff. Very rarely will you see from one month to the next crash. Maybe, but a lot of times it just creeps down a little bit and you can blame the outside. A lot of exterior results, right? So we're, I work a lot in the automotive industry and for those around the time of listening to this podcast, you know, there is a inventory shortage because of the chip shortages all due to COVID and a lot of different other reasons. So right now, there are five customers for every vehicle because people want that vehicle. So there's a competition to get it. So the danger is, uh, do salespeople really have to work as hard as they were before to get customers in because people are coming in and they're willing to pay? So it is a little bit easier to sell those vehicles at a higher profit. And that's fine. It's the reality of the, the, the time that we're in right now, and it's okay. But it won't last forever. So you have to look at yourself and say, well, what happens a year from now if inventory starts to increase? Are we starting to erode our efforts, erode our skill set, take our processes for granted? And that's going to hurt us in the future. We won't see it right now because we're still winning, but we're getting potentially sloppier and sloppier in our efforts, or we just don't think we have to put in the effort because the fish are jumping in the boat, so to speak. So I want to talk about, again, this, this idea of success can breed complacency. True leaders focus their actions every day on similar things, meaning it's almost Groundhog's Day. They know what they have to do when they come in. They know what actions they have to do. They're responsible. Their checklist. You've heard me talk about it before, having a checklist of my duties. And one of those duties as a leader of a team is inspecting and developing and coaching the team. But if all of a sudden, because we're winning, that gets left off or it doesn't become a priority anymore, or I'm allowing myself to focus on something else instead of making sure that gets taken care of every single week, it erodes their effort because now the team starts thinking it's not that important to Glenn because Glenn's not here checking on me. He's not, he's assuming I'm doing a great job, but what happens if all of a sudden I go, well, you know what? I don't have to do as many because they're not checking on me. I'll get to it tomorrow. I don't think it's malicious, but it's easy to push things off till tomorrow. 
and tomorrow and tomorrow. And all of a sudden they don't get accomplished in the time necessary. And so even as a leader, if I push off that, I'll inspect and I'll check in and I'll see what's going on. But all I'm looking at is the end result. Hey, are we still selling? Yeah, we're still selling. We're okay. You're not checking the erosion or potential erosion of effort. And that's really where complacency comes in and it creeps in. It doesn't kick the door down. It just creeps in. People come in a couple minutes late. They get started a little later. They leave things for tomorrow. They're just not as excited to go greet customers because, well, the customers are coming in. I worked in restaurants uh, a long time ago uh, in my 20s and 30s, and I worked at some very successful places, and they were busy. But that owner always focused on every single person coming in, getting a high level of uh, experience customer engagement. He never, never got comfortable saying, well, we're good. We're busy. We don't have to. He pushed it. Now in in New York City back at that time, the average lifespan of a brand new restaurant was about maybe a year, maybe even less. His restaurants went on for 13 years. Why? Because he always focused. Every day we reminded ourselves what we had to do. He focused on the actions. He watched what was going on. He was always involved. You always felt him watching you, encouraging you, tweaking you, reminding you to make sure that that customer experience was perfect every single time. We focused on what we could control. So the key is, if you're listening to this, be very careful if you're successful to not allow complacency to creep in. Hold those individuals on your team. Hold yourself accountable to what your duties are. What is your checklist? What is your job? Don't take it for granted. If training and development of your team is key, that should be the first thing that goes on your weekly schedule. These are the times that I have to work with my team, and then I wrap everything else around it. If I have to move it, I move it somewhere on that day or the next day, but it has to get done. I don't skip it because it's important for the building blocks of understanding that if I'm paying attention to my team and I'm building up their 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 uh Um, their confidence in what they're doing to generate those results, that it's the actions that are going to generate those results. If I'm constantly encouraging them and I'm involved with them, we will continue to be successful or we will see where we're heading down the wrong path and we can address it right then before it starts eroding, before it starts falling away, before we see in six months, hey, we're way off the mark. What happened? And then it becomes the panic right? Going back to dieting, then it's the crash diet that never works. It works in the short term, but it's not something you can sustain. I can put so much pressure on the team to perform right now, but that's not sustainable. I can't spend all that time away from other things to put the pressure on. That pressure is going to push people away because they're going to say, what happened to Glenn for the last six months? He's left us alone. Oh, now he got in trouble. He got disciplined or talked to from his team leader, and now he's pushing down on us. And that causes frustration because it's causing inconsistency in behavior versus they know what to expect every single day. People are creatures of habit. Three quarters of the world, we like 
ritual. We like habits. We like to know what to expect. We do not want to go work in any organization, work on any team where today it's crazy, Glenn. Tomorrow is nice, Glenn. Then there's another Glenn. Today, we're going to do it this way. Tomorrow, we're going to change it this way. Today, I'm going to hold you accountable to this. Tomorrow, it's something else. People will quit because of inconsistency. But if they know every single day, nine o'clock means nine o'clock ready to work, not walking in at nine o'clock. And we have a meeting and this is the way the meeting goes. And this is what I'm responsible to. And here's how uh, my leader checks in on me and checks the actions that I'm doing. And here's how I improve performance. And every week we have a conversation one-on-one about performance. Then I work my plan. I prepare for my plan. I can be successful because of my plan. And if for some reason it's not successful, we can look at the actions and tweak. Maybe we have to change some actions. Maybe some external forces are impacting business. But it's that consistency of effort and action. And understanding that will continue to push you towards continued success. Maybe it's not going to be like a hockey stick where it's you know incredible results. But if I'm continuing to grow and maintain and grow and maintain, that's better than a hockey stick and a crash and a hockey stick and a crash. The other key element understanding is there are a lot of your competitors who will allow complacency to creep in. This is the time when things are going well. A good friend, Brian Benstock, always said, the time to fix your roof is when it's sunny, not when it's raining. So when times are really good right now in your business, if you're saying, I'm successful, I'm generating revenue, this is the time to double down to make sure that everyone understands these are the actions that we need to do to continue our success because your competition, a lot of them, be doing the reverse. They'll be focusing on something else because this over here is working so well, I can focus over here. And they realize or don't realize that by taking their eyes off of what is continuing to have been successful will erode because of lack of focus from leadership. People will rise to the occasion when they know they are being held accountable to it. And as soon as that accountability is taken off or lessened or focuses somewhere else, it's human nature to push things down the road. It's really important for you who are listening to this. If you're a leader of a team, leader of a business, don't allow complacency to creep in when you are successful. Make sure we understand the actions that we put into place every single day. What is What are the checklists for everyone? And if you have something on your checklist, especially coaching and developing your team, you make sure you don't let that disappear. It's really important because again, complacency is a sneaky thing. It sneaks in and it erodes the foundation on the top. Everything looks great, but underneath that foundation is starting to crumble. And all of a sudden you just feel a little bounce, a little down, a little less. And again, this is where our nature goes. We, we, most people don't look internally as a first option when success is starting to erode. It's someone else's fault. It's external forces. It's the person down the street. Oh, it's that competitor. It's this, it's that. No, the reality is the first thing you should be looking at is what are actions I'm doing and my team is doing to generate. Did something change? Did we take our eye off the ball? It's easier to address that quickly and get back on track 
then to blame other people, kick it down the road, and all of a sudden, four or five months go, and that's when all of a sudden there is the big drop in performance because the foundation underneath really crumbled. So I hope you found that valuable. I'm going to be doing more of these solo episodes to give you some feedback. People have been asking for them as well. So I appreciate that. Uh, So I hope you found value. Uh, Please make sure that you uh, listen in and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple, Spotify, or another platform. You can always jump over to YouTube subscribe and watch on the YouTube channel. Please make sure you share this out. I'm sure there's a lot of people who could benefit from these conversations. Uh, Please rate the podcast or leave a comment that helps the podcast grow and and be more available to others as well. I appreciate your attention. It means the world to me that you spend some time with me. I know there's a lot of places you could go, you know, spend your time and consume content. But the fact that you're here with me today really means the world to me. I thank you so much for your attention. As I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge, but now you have a few more tools to put into your toolbox to help you become better both professionally and personally and help you become the leader that you want to be. Thanks again. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.